Hey everyone, excited for this new 90 Day Fiance episode. So I just wanted to let you guys know that the first two minutes was a little bit windy. It sounds pretty muffled because I had the wrong mic connected, but it gets better. So just wanted to let you guys know I had some technical difficulties at the beginning, but enjoy the show. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just not buying it. I I think her controlling nature got in the way. Mm-hmm. And it's even it, it was even apparent when they went into the session like as soon as she gets that oh we're going to the session she's just like giddy mm-hmm. and I mean, we've seen this before. This is not something that we haven't seen before with people that are getting ready to go to therapy, especially the person that makes the appointment because usually that's the person that thinks Oh, yeah, the therapist is going to side with me. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Gibbon Queen Pen. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me today. We are recapping 90 Day Fiancé episode 10, The Devil's Work. But before we even get started, happy family day long weekend to all my Canadians out there. Enjoy this day off as we go back to work tomorrow. But how you doing, Kuban Queen Ben? I am awesome. I am awesome. And yeah. happy anniversary. Oh, yes. <laughs> how could I forget the two-year anniversary of the podcast? So... Oh my gosh, I was like blown away by it and the amount of support and response to it. I'm I'm so grateful for all of you for listening. There is a new episode that came out today, which is more of my personal journey with the podcast. And um, I just hope you guys get to really hear it out and see how, what it takes to build a podcast, the process through it, and also my ideas and all the other opportunities that came with it. But thank you very much, Kuban Weekend. Yes, and happy President's Day to all my Americans. Oh, oh yeah. President's Day. It's President's Day here. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I hope you're enjoying the long three-day weekend. Oh, the three-day weekends are so needed, a hundred percent. Oh, you need that extra. You need that extra day to recuperate. You just need the extra kind of recuperation to get, you know, all the stress, all of the. You know, just a woosah moment. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And, you know, especially during these winters for those states that are that have all these harsh winters, you do need 
you do need a break in between all of it all. Oh, yeah. You know, you mean like uh, the planet Hoth over here, a.k.a. New York City? Who's well, ex- who's expecting more snow on Thursday? Yeah. Okay, before we get into 90 Day Fiance, let's talk about the snow for a moment. Just a brief moment. I've never seen so much snow come into New York City that it literally just stays there. It doesn't even push up to us because we're so known to having... <laughs> We're so known to having such amounts of snow that I'm just like, um, it's not even snowing. It's just really cold. And I kind of miss the snow. So apparently we're getting some this week. But New York City, oh my gosh, the amount of snow you guys got is unbelievable. Yeah. So like last, what was it? On the first, it snowed. It snowed on the first, the second, and literally we had flurries on the third. Uh, <laughs> it was just unbelievable. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it snow so much. And then we got more snow. Um, we picked up like another two inches after that because we had had like a foot and a half. And then we got like another two inches after that. Um, it was supposed to snow yesterday, but it didn't. Thank goodness. Um, now tomorrow we are actually getting rain. Um, we're getting rain, but then again on Thursday when it cools down, guess what? People were getting more snow. Wow. A late Christmas miracle. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh gosh. But I guess you just got to embrace it. Enjoy it. It will pass by. Um, I'm not sure what your groundhog uh, said, because usually apparently they're all different for some reason, but ours said early spring. So I'm not sure if you guys are on the same path. Oh, our groundhogs are really confused over here. Uh, (laughs) Our groundhogs, speaking of groundhogs really quickly. The most hilarious thing happened. Um, One of the zoos or one of the organizations actually got caught recently. They pre-recorded their groundhog, uh, their groundhog's day thing. And the only reason we knew, like I said, we had snow on the ground on the second. There was no snow on the ground the day they recorded. Yeah. Gosh. (laughs) So they truly got caught out there with the whole uh oops, uh yeah, we might have not done it at the same time. So yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, overall, enjoy the snow. Spring is going to come. It's just fast approaching with these weeks. But again, I want to thank all of you for all your support um, on this two-year anniversary. We're also going to be celebrating another anniversary this week. So for all the podcasters out there who are looking for a podcast community, we are celebrating a first birthday of the co-op. So the Circle of Outstanding Podcast, such an amazing community to be a part of. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, my gosh. It's been so amazing. (laughs) Shout out to the co-op. I love you guys. We are so pleased with what we see going on in there. For sure. Definitely. And that's actually tomorrow. So it's going to be exciting. Um, Let's get into this 90 day fiance. All right. Um, I'm, I feel like I need to really just get Natalie and Michael out of the way because last night's episode really kind of got me of, 
Oh, WTF. These two, uh, we, I cannot see them anymore. TLC, get them off of my television screen. I cannot stand Natalie and Michael. So, Coupon Queen Pin, tell me your thoughts about this couple last night. Oh my gosh. The one thing I can say, shout out to you, Mike, for standing up for yourself finally. I mean, the moment she told you she got her visa, we all knew you were not happy. So, like, finally, thank you for saying it. I don't know why you had to allow her to come to the Ukraine, from the Ukraine to say that. But you should have said this way before then. I'm, uh, I, I, shout out to you because, but this couple irritates the, actually, no, it's not the couple. (laughs) It's not the couple. It has always been Natalie Mm -hmm. that just irritates the fire out of me. Mm Mm-hmm. I know there's two sides of everything and everyone's got their own opinion. I'm part of a lot of uh, 90 day groups and I was like kind of seeing everyone's point of view of things. Cause it's always interesting, really. Like, you know, we just do the show to share our opinions and we chime back and forth about it. And, you know, we just, we're really recapping of what's happening in the show here, but I got to say, I know some people are 50 50 with Natalie and some people are with Mike and a lot of what I've read so far are that why did Mike allow Natalie to come here? It just happened so fast that she just called and saying I'm coming. And yes, they did talk beforehand before she arrived, but also how is he going to react to that? Like, it's just, he's probably like, Oh shoot. Like they actually accepted her visa. Oh damn. She's already coming and she's so excited. And why didn't she, why didn't he, you know, tell her to not stay. Now, I kind of agree in that point. He could have just said, you know what, Natalie, I think we need to rethink this. Uh, It's great that you got your visa approved. But again, if you don't take advantage of that visa, then you're not going to be able to regain a new one because it's just so weird how the laws are with immigration when it comes to issuing visas. And if you don't use it, then they want to know more about it. And the likelihood of you getting another one is kind of, okay, what's happening now? What are you doing? So I I understand everyone's point of view, but with last night's episode, I do have to agree with you. He actually stood up. It was super awkward seeing that, uh, that session between the two. I kind of felt like the worst therapy session ever. Yes, it really was. It was the worst therapy session. It was just like, what is happening? Like, what is happening? Now, Natalie, I feel like, and actually my husband agreed with me on this. He says, well, this is a male's point of view saying, I feel like this guy, wait, sorry, this girl, Natalie, is trying to control him and mold him the way she wants him to be. And I know he doesn't watch the show often. So I'm just like, yeah, that's what we've been seeing the past couple episodes. But he's just like, this is garbage. Like, you, I can't expect someone to tell me to do and follow these specific rules and things from them. And I feel bad for Mike because it seems like he's having a hard trouble of trying to figure out how to say, this ain't going to work out. Because who knows what right. Natalie can do? I feel like right. Natalie can pull a poll and say... Let me bring the gas and light up your house. I don't know. She seems like the person to me that she looks that way. Well, the funny thing is he said her eyes light up when she sees fire. Like, (laughs) okay, yeah, I've seen a few horror pictures and that usually doesn't go very well. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe he's just scared at the fact that if I tell this woman it's not going to work out. 
Like, what is she going to do when I come home from work? My house might be in shambles. We don't know that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's scary. It is scary. So, you know, this was the most awkwardest uh, appointment we've I've ever witnessed. And I, again, we've said this so many times. They're not meant for each other. They need to go their separate ways. Natalie's just need to find somebody else that can really, she can control, control them from beginning to end. But I don't know. It, it was a lot for her too. You can tell when she he was just like, do you think we're really in love? Do you think right. I I think really what she wanted, she wants, how can I put it? Natalie lives in her head. And it's like she's living this I want a fairy tale, I want a fairy tale, I want a fairy tale. Because she's she's sat up there and said, Well, my my ex-husband in all eight years has never told me that he didn't love me. So tell me again why you're divorced. I'm 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 really missing missing how this works. Why if you guys were so in love are you divorced then? Well, according to one of the websites which I did bring it up a couple weeks ago, for those who are kind of wondering the same thing and are new to listening to this episode, um it was because she wanted kids right off the bat. He didn't want it. He wanted to wait a little bit longer. They said they had a good marriage, but it was just uh, a couple of differences. I'm pretty sure it's more than a couple differences for a divorce. You can live with somebody with uh, less than a hundred things that you don't like about them. I'm talking about the itty bitty stuff. Um, but uh, for them to just pull apart because she wanted kids right away and he didn't well maybe there's more to it of course but that was one of the reasons that they stated out in an interview yeah well um i'm just not buying it i i think her controlling nature got in the way mm-hmm. and it's even it, it was even apparent when they went into the session like as soon as she gets that oh we're going to the session she's just like giddy mm-hmm. and I mean, we've seen this before. This is not something that we haven't seen before with people that are getting ready to go to therapy, especially the person that makes the appointment, because usually that's the person that thinks, oh, yeah, the therapist is going to side with me. And I knew I knew just by her face when she got in the car, I was like, this woman is in for a rude awakening. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, you know, it's not easy for anybody to go to counseling. So first of all, I commend Mike because he was very kind of against it, knowing that they do have a communication issue. Why can't we just deal with it ourselves? And of course, there's that where, you know, you don't listen to me and da 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 da. I'm pretty sure he's listening to you. It's just like what you're saying of being high class, low class. I hate butter and you have to eat this and that. It's just, it's a bit much. Like clearly nothing's going through your head. So overall, this was so awkward to watch. And I was like, can't this end any sooner? Who cares? Like I can't do it anymore. I have to say this, my date the hairdresser. Yes, please, thank you. Please date the hairdresser. Like, Mike, <laughs> date the hairdresser. We're all rooting for the hairdresser. If you're wondering, it's the lady that cuts your hair. We're rooting for her. Her, really, her, that one. She seems nice and not crazy. Yeah, right. And I felt like I, 
I was just like, just say something like later or yeah, sure. Maybe I'll think about it. But, you know, he played it cool. Who knows? Maybe he might go out with the hairdresser when it's off camera, because obviously this episode's aired everywhere, almost most of the parts of the world. And the last thing you need is, you know, a nice recap of your life <laughs> on why you ended up uh, going out with the hairdresser. Exactly. Exactly. So I felt like he played it cool. But yes, you know, we were all rooting for the hairdresser. Social media went ballistic with it. Um, everybody talking about it. This was just like, you need to go out with the hairdresser. But you called it last week. You're like, the hairdresser would be perfect for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah, I did. Anything else to add to Natalie and Mike? TLC, can you listen to us and make them go away? <laughs> Poof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm done with this couple. I'm done with this couple. <sighs> I feel like we should talk about Terry, uh, Terry and Hazel. I really I felt read so my bad. mind. You read my mind. You read my mind. I felt so bad for Hazel. Last night, we find out that yeah. Hazel's son um, is having a fever. He isn't doing too well. And she just kind of panicked. Uh, well, she really panicked, but we don't see her. Like, she keeps her composure. But um, he did so well keeping her composure last oh night. Oh, my God. For real. And with the coronavirus happening also in the Philippines, it even worried her even more because of, you know, one of the symptoms is having a fever and she just got really worried, but it was nice to see her and his stepmom really communicating, kind of just letting them know what's happening and allowing, um, you know, her son to be on the phone and seeing that oh, ensemble being together, especially with Tarek. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I, I felt so bad. And, you know, for her to be away from her child and trying to do what she can. And, you know, the fact that he wants to help her bring her son here, it's just when you, that thing, things like that happen, it's not like she can just pick up and leave. And, you know, I'm glad she was able to find out sooner that he was feeling better. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, even to find out that they don't have money for juice. That is so heartbreaking on top of that. He's just like, why can't they buy juice and, you know, uh, get them to buy juice so he can have it every day and every day. And she's just like, they can't afford it. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It's so unfortunate. And there's only so much you can do. Right, right. But it was so cute to see Ari and, and her son, like, kind of talk. And they're, like, so excited to talk to each other. Oh, so adorable. That was, like, the highlight of this episode, despite of everything that happened last night. I know. It was just, like, and sh and and it was funny because you would think that all, they, they haven't seen each other, but they were so excited to talk to each other, and they knew who each other was. Yeah, it was so cute. I was, like, oh, my gosh. It just, it's. It's crazy how it lighted everybody up. And it was just so, again, it was just so heartwarming. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Yeah. And the cool thing is, finally, Tariq is taking kind of responsibility because he's like, you know, I feel bad because I asked her to come here now. So yeah. that was like, for me, that was like, okay, he's not a complete schlub like some people, Adam. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> Just saying, you know. Oh gosh, 
But uh, yeah, you know, he 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 did say that. So, you know, even though there is this consensus and I'm hearing it all over the place that Hazel's not too into Tariq. I've heard that too. There's this thing going around that Hazel is not into people are thinking that Hazel is not into Tariq. I think she's there to just live her life, explore. Um, obviously her priorities bring her son over when she can, but um I I I'm kind of like I need to see more, more of these clues that people are picking out that she's not into him. And um yeah, me too. I'm 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 just not I don't know. But a lot of people are saying that she's not into Tariq. You know, she just wants to find her girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I do not know either. So but next week they're on the phone, I think, with his um sister friend. Like he calls her uh her his her sister, even though they're really good friends from a long time ago. Yeah, his best um, friend. His best yeah. friend, yeah. And they they discuss and how she wants to find a girlfriend and she's kind of like, what? What's going to happen if he gives her more attention? Are you going to get jealous? Trying to, you know, probably go back because she obviously knows what happened about with Minty and maybe he's trying to use her as a way of like, you know, I need your help to kind of like listen her out, say your opinion, be honest. So this way, like, I don't think he wants to proceed with this, but he's trying to be supported of her but it may be uh how can you put it it may be one of those cases where you know he's more in love with her than she is with him this is not this is not unheard of especially for 90 day fiance mm -hmm. that's so true that is so true anything else to add to terry and hazel no, we just have to watch this one kind of unfold. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, what do you think of Adam since he was pretty short and really nothing happened? Nothing exciting happened. Okay. Oh my gosh. This man, this man, this man. You want Okay. I I have to say this, but it's one of those things of if I had to choose between watching Natalie and Mike and Adam and Amira, I choose Natalie and Mike. And that's really crazy because I really don't want to see Natalie and Mike back on the screen. But yeah, <sighs> something about Adam just bugs me to no end. I, I don't know. It's just this man is just... He has no, uh, no conscience, no, you know, he's very selfish. Let's put it that way. He's very selfish because even the way he's just explaining to his mom in the car, you know, well, we still have a chance to go to Syria and his mom's like, look at him like, are you serious? Like, I, I ugh. Yeah. Are you serious? Are you serious? This guy really, <laughs> I agree with you. He's very selfish, but also he just makes it seem like whatever happened in Mexico to her was like nothing really happened. Like he doesn't, I don't know if he doesn't show emotion as much. Like I have no idea, but he's just like, you know, we're just going to give it a shot. We're going to think of doing a uh, Serbia because it's like, um, 
Syria, sorry, because it's like, you know, easier for her to get there and easier for, you know, the both of us. And I'm just like, dude, dude, are you not considering her feelings and what she like the traumatic experience that she's gone through? It's not. And it's really annoying and I can't really stand him. And I don't like, I have nothing else to say about him besides he's just being a selfish person. <laughs> no, Amira can do way better. A hundred percent. Amira can do Amira way can better. Do way better. Like, where's Lego Dave when you need him? Oh, gosh. And I think he's going to be on an upcoming episode on Bears All. So don't worry, guys. We'll let you know on what happens with that. <laughs> okay. Lego Dave. Think about this. There's this European woman. Awesome. Really pretty. Worldly. Exotic. Really smart. Looking to get married. And she's awesome. You know, you live in Vegas, you know, the country, the, the, the state that keeps giving us weird 90-day people, but you live in Vegas, she's from Europe, you know, we can kind of make this work. I'm just saying. <laughs> we can. <laughs> so who did you want to talk about next? It's a toss-up between Jovi and Yara and Mr. Rai Rai and Stephanie. Oh my gosh. This is a weird toss-up. It is weird. It's our last two couples. All right. So I uh, let's get Rai Rai and uh, Stephanie out of the way. I got to point something out on Instagram. <laughs> That I was so, I was laughing a lot. So 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day, oh, sorry, I keep like 90 DF underscore, I want my podcast. Uh, one of the hosts, Miguel, he was actually one of our, was on our, one of our episodes, I think it was a couple of weeks back. And uh, not a couple of weeks, a couple months back. And he put this meme up is really funny you know when she's hula hooping with him <laughs> mm -hmm. he says me having fun with my camp counselor at summer camp <laughs> oh no <laughs> i was dying that was so hilarious so yesterday we see a continuation of them being on vacation while stephanie is in belize and they have apparently a great day. You know, they woke up, they put their differences aside, they're laughing, they're happy, they're all of that, hula hooping. Uh, she just doesn't stop hula hooping. She's just going and going and going and going and going. He's just like, how do you do it? Oh my God, you're so good, honey. Oh, okay. So, you know, a couple of drinks in, they have fun. And then here comes the conversation of, I really want to be with you, Stephanie. There's no other person in the world that I would be with or spend my life with. I just want to be with you. I want to be in Michigan. I want to be there. I want to live your life. Oh, my gosh. Could he blow any more smoke up that bottom hole? Like, seriously. I was just like, are we really doing this? Are we really... 
pretending this is what we want to do. I, I just, I, uh, I, hmm. I don't know. I, I wasn't buying it. I'm sorry. I wasn't buying it. I mean, but this is the man that said, I want to go to America. <laughs> so I'm not buying the, I want to, I want to be in your world. I showed you Belize. Now let me show, let you can show me Michigan. And I want to see all of your places. And oh, no, no, and no. I feel like Rai Rai gets in his head, you know, after he's had a, a crappy day with Stephanie and her complaining and nitpicking on everything. That's what he calls it. And it's like, it, it clues into him, into his brain and says, Rai Rai, what are you doing? This is your one-way ticket to America. You date this woman, you get married, and then you live the life, and then you leave. And I feel like he gets that idea again because all of a sudden he gets all like, oh, baby, I just I just want to live real. I want to see Michigan. I want to travel all over Michigan like we did um, traveling all over Belize and yada, 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 yada. Now, you know, you can see her face. She was kind of like, I don't know if this guy's telling me the truth or not because she doesn't get overly excited. She's kind of second guessing of everything. But also there was psychic Maria um, that pretty much told her that, you know, they're going to get he, they're going to get married. But it's going to end up falling in love with another younger woman and then leave her. So she kind of has that idea in her head that she still doesn't tell him till later on. But that's what I feel like with Rai Rai, everything that goes bad. It's like, he's kicking himself after like, dude, what are you doing? This is an opportunity for you to go to America. Right. Right. And, and that's really what it seems like. It's like, <sighs> darn, you know, and you see it, you see his, like real crazy stuff, like like the wheels are turning in his head. But big time. But the funny thing is when she says, you know, well, your mom blocked me. And I'm going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What what do you mean his mom blocked you? Aren't you paying these people's bills? And coming to find out, the mom blocked her because they got into some sort of an argument or something and Stephanie asked for the money back that she had just given her. Like she just sent her like 500 or a thousand dollars or something and she wanted the money back. So instead of saying, Hey, I'll send you back your money. She blocked her. Yeah. See, this is where I was like, why are you paying them everything? You know, she's she, and her confessional. It seems like she was bothered by, well, I got to make sure they're fed. I got to make sure their bills are paid. I got to make sure of everything. And she keeps forgetting that she still pays a salary to the resort for Mr. Rai Rai to think like he's working for the resort, but really he's not. He's working for Stephanie. And she's just like, you know how hard it takes me to work for my money? Do you know how hard it takes? Stephanie, why are you paying every family member's bills? Why are you providing food on the table like that's just taking advantage and they're just they just know you give you give and they receive 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 now 
I was kind of like when he says, well, you know, when my mom says thank you, it's coming from the heart. Like, she is the nicest person. Like, she appreciates it. And she's just like, well, I just wanted more of appreciation. It's true. Like, this woman is literally helping them stay alive during the pandemic. And there's got to be more than than just a thank you. There's got to be more of an appreciation. Right, right. And obviously, she doesn't see it. Right. But here is the thing. And this was something that was brought up is that Stephanie, unfortunately, has been exaggerating on prices of things. Now, we did find out that $3,000 Invicta watch, which was only 200 and something dollars on Amazon. Um, that's not the only thing. I mean, even the conditioner last week, which I had said to someone, is Shea Moisture. Like, this is something you can buy at CVS or something. I mean, I don't know how much she's fabricating and how much she isn't. Because it's just, there are a lot of moving pieces to their storyline. That That's the only way I can put it. Yeah, there is a lot of moving pieces that we're not seeing. Um, there's a lot of things that we're still trying to figure out. But overall, if Stephanie has a problem, she could have womaned up and said, listen, money doesn't come up on my ass or doesn't even grow, grow on trees, um, like Mr. Robert would say. And, you know, <laughs> hey, I can't be giving you money all the time. Um with this whole money situation, Rai Rai does get upset about it. And he kind of just like, you know, he's very obviously who isn't protective of their mother. But again, more appreciation is 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 welcomed for Stephanie. And as the yeah. night goes on, uh, the evening goes on, they decided to have dinner together. And again, she's trying to figure out if he really want he really loves her. I was kind of like, Stephanie, if you know for yourself, is your gut telling you or maybe the psychic Maria is trying to give you a sign? Why even push it? But then again, she's just like, oh, I love him. I love being with my 25 year old fiance. Because remember at the beginning of the episode? Oh, they're at the beginning of their, their segment. Oh, my 25 year old fiance. Take it easy, Stephanie. There's been three other women who are older than you who've had their younger fiance. So you're not the only one. But he's her, he's her trophy. You know, he's the trophy fiance. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the way she's she's seeming, like, you know. But then, you know, she's got her little boot thing on the side, Mr. Harris. Which is like, okay. Because these two, I don't know how can anyone can fight for four whole hours. But these two were fighting for four hours, it seems like. And finally, Rai Rai decides, you know, which I think this is the smartest thing this man has done ever in the whole time we've seen him on any segment. He just decides he's going home. He's had enough. He leaves and Stephanie is, you know, you know, she's giving me that kind of like three-year-old squeeze the tears out of your eyes so she has enough you know, sad sounds so that she, when she makes this next phone call, 
she can sound like she's being authentic. So she makes a phone call. And who does she call? The cousin. The one and only Mr. Harris. To come and and, and keep her company. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, she pulled a fast one and just called Harris. You know, this woman... <laughs> She's playing with fire. She literally, for her to call Harris right away. Mm -mm. Exactly. It's like you already knew something was going on there because like, okay, how many times have we seen that 90 day fiance, you know, where the person gets upset with their fiance, but they call someone, they're calling a friend, they're calling their mom, they're calling their sister, a brother, something but you automatically go to the other guy that you are, are you slept with? Who is right. she, Muhammad? <laughs> right? And okay, I know we missed the 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 part where you know he do we have to call Molly and send what his owls to her because he's just like you know it's the devil's work, it's the devil's work, you know. This, oh, when like she Maria. <laughs> talks about the psychic and he's like flipping out and it's like okay but all you have to do is tell her that you don't believe in the psychic like you don't that's not something you do you don't that's not something you are agreeing to do so yeah so overall stephanie's just crazy playing with fire trying to call harris and get that booty call in come over come over harris oh my god he hung up on me hung up on me i can't call him again what's going on stephanie stephanie go home <laughs> that's what everyone's been trying to tell her go home I don't know why she went to the leaves in the first. Oh wait, I forgot. She wanted, she wanted to make sure that you know their love was still a thing. Okay, before we wrap this up with uh, Rai Rai and Stephanie, they—it's just crazy. It's just so crazy. These two. And they do bring some sort of drama. So, again, cool. It's part of it. Um, oh, I just had a thought and literally was going to... It literally just shoot it out of my brain about Stephanie and uh, Rai Rai. So, I don't even know what I was going to add. <laughs> okay. Well, going from jealous younger man to jealous younger man... Let's talk about soccer mom Rebecca and her lovely, sexy Tunisian Yoda. You know, Mr. Yes, yes, so beautiful, so beautiful. Because they're out to dinner or lunch or something, and uh, he's getting some unwanted attention. Not to mention that, you know what? Angelica, I have a gift for you. What is it? I have these temporary tattoos. They wash off. Don't you just love these? Aren't they amazing? Oh, I love them. 
Who brings home temporary tattoos unless you're bringing them home for a five-year-old? <laughs> I don't get it. I, I tell you, this woman is like soccer mom of the year. Like all she's missing. Okay, I need somebody to get me pictures of Rebecca's car. Does she drive a minivan? Because she sounds like someone that definitely drives a minivan. But the funny thing is that Zied is still very homesick and he keeps talking to his sister. Who his is this the first time we actually saw his niece on 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 camera? Yeah, this is actually the first time. Yeah, because I was like, I've never seen her niece. I didn't his niece. I didn't even know his sister had a, a kid. And she's adorable. She's adorable. So yeah, and she misses her uncle Zied, who really misses her too. So but he's explaining to his sister. And the funny thing is, was it me or did you notice that Zied kind of left some, purposely left some things out when he was talking to his sister? Oh, yeah, 100%. That guy doesn't want to say too much because then they're going to get worried and they're going to get stressed out and they don't want, he doesn't want to give them any more worries because of the fact that he's already struggling to be accepted from her family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's not forget, you know, the uh, they're giving him the third degree and making sure that they're going home and, you know, <sighs> making sure they're monitoring and chaperoning them. I don't get it. I don't get it. But after the whole, you know, the fake tattoos in the in the bathroom bit and the talk with his sister they actually go out to dinner with with Rebecca's daughter and her fiance and it looks like a couple of friends of theirs I'm not sure who these people were so but. I I kind of felt like it was the daughter with the fiance or husband and then it was I think most of their friends or most of his friends but I didn't like the vibe it was a really weird vibe. First of all, I how are you hanging out with your kids? Like, how are you just hanging out with your kids? See, that's the most awkwardest thing. She's like in a table. I think there's like a good eight of them, nine of them that they're sitting around and she's just like the oldest person in the group. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, oh, it, it's like, how <laughs> awkward is that? Yeah, but you know what that reminded me of? It's mm. like, you know, when you when when you take like your nieces or whatever and you're like, okay, you can invite a few of your friends <laughs> and then you like take them to like go get ice cream or something. <laughs> That's what that looked like. Like I it was super weird. It was weird to watch. She was the guardian. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh don't worry, I'll have your kid back at like five. Don't worry, don't worry. I got this, I got this. No, you don't need to send money. I have the money. Don't worry, everybody's good. Like that that's what I was expecting, you know. And then, you know, you honk when you drop the kid off. Like, what what are we doing? <laughs> it's soccer mom Rebecca. And that's just... what I mean. <laughs> like she's so giving me soccer mom vibes. It's just it's just crazy. And okay, so 
one of she explains how she uh zia during his time he can go to the storage unit bring some stuff out to get the apartment set up and everything so one of the friends offers hey like you know we have a couple trucks with a flatbed trailer like you can um i can help you out if you like and that way um it just makes it easier then rebecca's face you see that face she's just like uh-uh it's like, don't be talking to my man. Don't be talking to my man. Not my man. You know, she was giving me Angela vibes right then. Like, <laughs> she was getting ready to, you know, it was getting ready to go super saying, like, you know, Dragon Ball Z. She was getting ready to go super Angela. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't talk to him. You talk to me. <laughs> and You're she here went- for me. <laughs> you don't talk to him. You talk to me. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it got, and on top of that, when she looks at, she's just like, do you know what she's asking? Do you know what she, you remember that time when Angela and Michael had that translator and the translator was like, do not look at Michael, only look That's at me. That's what I'm me. saying. She's like, you're not here for him. You're here for me. <laughs> you don't talk to him. You talk to me. Talk to <laughs> To me, it's like, oh my gosh, that was Rebecca. Do you even know what she was asking? And the crazy part is, her daughter's now like, oh, okay, like she's looking from side to side, like that little Neko cat thing. And she's like, because she doesn't know what to do, she doesn't know what to do, she doesn't know what to say. Like, okay, you know what she's asking you? She's asking you, can she help you? You, you, you know what, Rebecca, when people find out you have a problem and you state that it's something that they can help with, that's what they do. They ask, can they help you? Just saying, I don't, don't know. Don't know. <laughs> that's what, be- oh my gosh, it was just so hilarious. And all of a sudden, um, Obviously, everybody else can hear you whispering, Rebecca, that they're just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to leave. Because what what else is there to do? Like, Okay, Mm -hmm. think about it. You offer your help to someone and then they're sitting there talking about you like you're not there. It's like, yeah, uh, can I have this burger and fries to go? Like, what are you you going to say? Like, I just offered to give you part of a fleet of flatbed trucks to help you get your stuff to where you are. Mm. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just offering help. Like, I just offered you free trucking. And you're like, "Uh, uh, do you know what she's saying to you? She's going to use that truck to get into your pants. And then she pulls a fast one and says, well, in their culture, they cannot be in inside the house with another single woman when they're married. Well, guess what, Rebecca? You're not married to Zed. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Did she forget? I'm surprised Zed didn't say anything like, well, we're not married. I mean, and and I get it, maybe a cultural thing, but Rebecca, you really weren't pulling the wool over anyone's eyes. Anyone knew the green-eyed monster showed up, like for real, for real. See, even Mimi agrees. The green-eyed monster showed up. 
gosh. That was hilarious. The most awkwardest moment ever. And then once everybody leaves, she's just like, you know, you're an American now. The women here are different from back home. Okay, so, okay. Here's the funny thing. She does that, like, even if the woman was flirting with him, like, is it his fault that the woman is flirting with him? I, I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't get that either. And I was just like, Rebecca, like, seriously? You got to teach him. You can't just, you know, rip him a whole new one. He doesn't know. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, so suppose she was flirting with him. He didn't flirt back. He was barely like, you know, he barely understood the, it was like, kind of like, remember that time when, uh, when uh, the beekeepers and they went to that party and <laughs> poor Marcel had no idea what was going on. And they're asking him questions. He's like, yes, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I felt with, with Zied last night. Like, Things were ha not that Zia doesn't speak English, but like sometimes things don't go go a little too fast, and you're like, you can't catch it. So he's sitting there trying to take everything in, and you're like, do you know what's going on? Oh my gosh, you can't you can't do that. Like people are different here. Like lady, calm down. The poor man didn't even understand what the woman was asking him with the trucks, like. What? He hadn't even said yes or no. Like, uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything to add to this couple before we move on to her last one? No, but this is, they're going to be hilarious to watch for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm for it. <laughs> they are going to be hilarious to watch for the rest of the season. But no, I'm I'm so over this couple. I'm I'm waiting to see what happens, you know, because they're in Georgia, so hmm. <laughs> Maybe Maybe. ex-husband stops by. Oh gosh. Oh man, that'll be crazy. That'll be crazy. That will be crazy. We'll see. Or maybe she's got another big secret. Like, I don't know. I don't even like, know. He'll be like, Is there any mail for me? <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Moving on to Jovi and Yara. These two, I don't even know what to say. So they head over to parent to his parents' house because they're throwing an engagement party. She specifically asked for a small, 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 small gathering. But uh, behind her back, she's planned about 50 to 50 to 60 people coming over to the house to celebrate their engagement. Um I'm I'm really feeling it for y Yara. I know there's a lot of mixed emotions of Yara in general, but um, I feel like Jovi's being such the biggest uh, sore loser, doesn't defend his girlfriend, and I don't know what it is. I can't even explain, but uh, Yara being pregnant at the same time, and I know in one way she's trying to, like... I feel like she's trying to help him become better, but also he chooses not to. And she's kind of frustrated because there is a baby on the way and he's acting like this. And his friends are pretty sucky too. Yeah. So to all those that don't know, here is one thing 
that happens. From the moment that you conceive, your body's like, hey, I'm getting ready to bring a whole new human being into this world. Your, 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 your brain starts to change and your thinking starts to change. But unfortunately, your partner, who is not experiencing all of these wonderful things that you're going through, and all of the bodily changes and all of the emotional hormones that you are experiencing, has no idea what's going on. So it seems like you turn into this crazy axe-murdering person that's growing a whole other human being for no reason. Because they're not experiencing the changes. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like because we when we get pregnant, we just start carrying different and we, we start behaving differently and our bodies are just preparing us for baby. But yeah, they don't get that. And so they're trying to do the same things that they were doing. And it's like, hey, can I tell you something? I already thought it was stupid. But now that I'm like this, I think it's super stupid. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The male does not experience that with you. But there's a certain extent because she's really trying to be like, hey, like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I just want to, like, keep it, you know, on the low down. She is locked up for a while while mom decides to drive Jovi and dad over to Jovi's friend's house for some crawfish. We hear that when he called and left um, to bring her some crawfish, she's like, you know, I don't like that. And I asked you to bring me food. He didn't bring me anything. You know, there was a whole fiasco with stuff. But I just feel like Jovi from the beginning, he's been such the biggest butt ever. And again, I'm trying to keep this PG because I'm not sure if moms are listening with their kids in the car or in the house or wherever you are. But uh, I, I just don't like his attitude. Like, he's really he's not ready. Uh, he's not ready to become a dad. And I don't think he's ready to get married to her. And there was something where, you know, Hey, I don't want to be in the United States and made me move to Europe instead. Cause I don't want to be here. I don't like it here. Yeah. I, and I think that was another thing that either she should have discussed because it looks like he's blindsided. Everybody's blindsided. You know, like, oh, yeah, we're here, but I, but as soon as I get the chance, I'm running back to Europe. That's That sounds like something, and I, and I hate to say it, but that sounds like something she should have discussed with, you know, with him before all of this happened. A hundred percent. That was, like, something caught off guard. Everybody was just like, whoa, what's happening? Of course, mom was just like, oh, no, my baby, my baby, what's going to happen? Right, right, right. And that's the crazy part is, like, she was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it's like, Yara, you can't just tell someone you're taking their kid halfway across the world. <laughs> You know, like that, that's not how any of this works, especially when you came here and it looks like you're ready to stay here. And the other question is, you've gotten here, you plan on getting married here. Do you realize that you literally cannot go home for a few years or a year or two or whatever it is? It, it, I think it's a year to two years. 
Yes, but also he's forgetting that he's responsible for her for the next 10 years once they're married. And I feel like he's forgetting that because when the friends are betting uh, how long their relationship and marriage is going to last, I was just like, Jovi, are you forgetting something here? Even though you're kind of like upset by how your friends are reacting to all of this, but you're still responsible for 10 years. 10 years you were right. talking for everything so i think he needs to brush it up on his rules because i feel like he doesn't know none of that yeah but the funny thing is he he does know that they have to be married for three years before they can uh officially get divorced so True. yeah anybody considering a 90-day fiance situation there is a lot of time put into this you have to be married for a certain amount of time. You have to be financially responsible for to a person for a certain amount of time, which is longer than the point, the time that you have to be married. So, yeah. And there is no, hey, running back to your country, um, you know, because that's not how any of this works, because any of that um barring i think certain exigent circumstances the visa can be pulled at any time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's so true that's so true um overall the i feel bad for yara but me too I, I i really do i really do it's just like you know and She's now discovering, I don't know how she didn't discover this before, that Jovi might have a bit of a drinking problem. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they had this discussion in the car while they're heading to the party. And, you know, she wants to kind of tell them, hey, we're pregnant, but he doesn't really want to because it's too early. It's too soon. And they're just kind of going back and forth about that. Then he gets upset. And then she really he really upsets her in the car. And uh, he's she's just angry about it. But that's how they leave it off. And I you know, she's she's already pregnant. She's going through a lot of emotion. The fact that she's trying to help him kind of just, like, ease off the drinking, be responsible, help me out. Like, you know, it's she's kind of draining in that. And uh, it's like... Geez. Yeah. Now, the one thing I will say, I don't know where she got this. You have to wait a month to go to the doctor. Um, yeah, no, that's... Yara, that's not how any of this works. As soon as you find out you're pregnant, you can go to a doctor. <laughs> I mean, because actually some people actually have to get blood tests to find out if they are or are not. <laughs> like, I don't know where she got that from. Yeah, that's interesting because, uh, well, here in the Americas, it's like right away. Like, I don't know if that's something they do back home, but geez, you get it done right away. They yeah. even do same day. Yeah, like once you once you get a test here, it's like, or even if you suspect and you think the test that you took at home may be faulty, you go to the doctor. Like, I don't know. Super weird. Yeah, super weird about that. But we'll see if she actually makes the announcement, depending on her mood. But we do see a preview of her kind of just looking around, trying to look for him because he seems like already, already, uh, too many bottles in and uh, she's just kind of frustrated and I wonder if she ends up walking out, out of the party oh my gosh I don't think I would have made it to the party yeah I've been like yeah you can go in since you're you're so eager to make it to this party and uh, I'll get an Uber back 
Yeah, that, that was so... We will see about this couple. It's super weird. There was no Brandon and no Julia this week. Yep. <laughs> no Brandon, no Julia. But guys, don't forget, tomorrow we are recapping uh, 90 Day Fiance Bears All, which is on Discovery+. Plus. Uh, we're doing episode four. So yep. tomorrow we will be talking about it. And I think our most loved and i see that sarcastically most loved uh character is going to be on there so yeah it's just a big ed episode <laughs> i think it is where he's playing the piano and he's trying to be you know the tough guy here oh my gosh there <laughs> are some big ed things that we may reveal tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> big ed things and I think we see Rose. So I'm excited to see Rose. And I, I am. I am. doing really Any, well. Yeah. And anyone that has been following Rose's Instagram, she's doing some really good things. Um, if not, definitely check her out on Instagram. And don't be fooled. There are several uh, Instagram pages that are fans of Rose. But she does have her own. Exactly. So. Yeah. Check out her YouTube channel. I sometimes just play them randomly because that girl deserves every ad out there to get paid because she is really helping out her family out. Yeah. So definitely check her out. Check her out. Check her out. She's giving some awesome information and she's become quite the influencer. Yeah, she has been. And, you know, I'm glad she's doing really well. But I cannot wait to see her tomorrow on Bears All. Uh, we will talk about it tomorrow. And, um, yeah, don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast. And, of course, a little bit of everything with me. And if you guys want to get to know more about me and about the podcast, there is an episode that was released on Monday, February the 15th so this way you guys get to know a little bit more about me and the podcast and how it started wall coupon queen pin time to wrap it up let's do this well to all our listeners out there and for those watching live on facebook twitter and periscope thank you guys so much again for tuning in and that's all we have for now bye guys i'm anthony and I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to, to, to a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.